All callers are muted. Father God Almighty, we are here once again in your holy presence, oh God, to say thank you. Father, use us today like never before. Speak your word, Father God, across this broadcast. Father, breathe upon every home that is present 
upon this call, God. Father, we acknowledge that you are God and you are God alone. Father, there's nothing too hard for you. So as we come to this call, God, we're coming, laying at your feet, God, every request, God. We're giving ourselves to you on today that we will be used by you in a greater way. We want to thank you right now, God, for all that you're going to do on this day. First of all, God, we want to thank you for waking us up this morning. And, Father, we want to thank you, Lord God, for how you're going to direct our footsteps on today. Father, we lift our hands, oh, God, and we say have your way in our lives today. Use us like never before. Move, Father God, in our lives. Move in our homes. Move in our ministries. Move in our business, oh, God. Touch our hands, oh, God, that every check that we write today, oh, God, that it will not return void. Father, every check that we write today, oh, God, you will deposit, Father God, what is needed for us, Father. We thank you, Lord God, that you are anointing our hands today, that we will be givers in the kingdom. Father, we thank you for you are holy. You are holy, oh God. And we bow down and worship you on today. We thank you, Lord God, that you are transforming our hearts to be more like you. Father, we're thanking you today that you're taking the hurt away and taking the pain away even right now. We're thanking you, Lord God, that we're going to blossom to be what you have us to be. Father, we thank you right now that no weapon that is formed against us shall prosper. We shall see victory. And we thank you right now in advance. We thank you, Father God, for every check that is going to hit our mailbox on this week. We thank you right now for every, Father God, hand that is going to bless us on today. We thank you for every report coming back good. We thank you today, Father God, for changing turnaround in our homes and in our families. We just thank you, Lord God, for goodness and mercy that is following us all the days of our lives. We praise you. We magnify you. And we give you all the glory and all the praise. And this we ask in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. We do pray. Amen. Amen. And praise God. Good morning, everyone. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Somebody ought to just stop right now and say, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I need you to get used to thanking God before you get the blessing. Uh, You know, sometimes people don't thank God until he does something. But I, I want you, when you come to this line, know that mega doors have opened for you the minute that you dial into this broadcast. Something mega, mega is going to happen in your life. So just get used to every time you come on this call and every time, amen, praise God, you get the opportunity, just say thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Because I'm telling you something, angels are coming back. 
They're coming back with promises. I see it in the spirit realm. I see angels coming back with your request. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. So I'm excited. Here we are again. We made it. Um, You know what? God touched us again, allowed us to be here. Amen. We made it through the weekend. We're back. Amen. To hear. Amen. And uh, what God has to say to us through the Holy Spirit. We have opened ourselves up to receive what God has to say for us. And we just believe that um, something something is staring up in the atmosphere right now. And that phone call that you've been waiting on concerning the breakthrough that you've been looking for, it's coming. We believe in God. Amen. Glory to God. That you're going to get that phone call this week. I'm standing in agreement with you. Amen. Praise be to God. Praise be to God. So we have an um, awesome word today. Amen. Praise God. I, I want to thank all of you that are sharing the broadcast. It's awesome. That is awesome. I am super, super excited that you are sharing the broadcast. Amen. Uh, yes, it's it's just a blessing. Amen. Praise God that um, we are uh, being such a blessing in your life that you are telling others about this broadcast. Amen. Praise God. Um, we thank God. We thank God. Amen. Praise God. So um, as you are sharing the number and texting people right now and three-way people getting them on the call, um, we're going to go ahead and get our scripture for today, and please continue to keep inviting. Um, you know, yesterday was so powerful. Those of you that were on our 8 a.m. Sunday Bible study, um, I cannot explain to you the anointing that hit that 8 a.m. broadcast. Amen? I am telling you what a awesome move of God. I was so blessed by it that, you know, I, I was just messed up after I got off the call. That's all I can say. I was just messed up in a very good way. God just, I tell you, he just kept ministering to me. Amen. Ministering angels were all around us as we were on that call on yesterday. And I just believe that those ministering angels are going to bring you such a great message from the Lord. Amen. Praise God. So just keep your ears open towards heaven because God is getting ready to give you um, another direction that he wants you to go in to be blessed. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. So let's, let's let's get our scripture for today. Amen. And we're going to read in the book of First Samuel, the first chapter. Let's go to the 19th verse. First Samuel, first chapter, first Samuel in the 19th verse, just that one scripture. And then we're going to talk about actually the whole chapter, but I want to start with this one particular scripture on today. 
So let's begin to go to First Samuel, first chapter in the nineteenth verse. Amen. Praise God and let us let us begin reading. Amen. The word of the Lord says in First Samuel one nineteen. And they rose up in the morning early and worshipped before the Lord and returned and came to their house in Ramah and Elika knew Hannah, his wife, and the Lord remembered her. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Let's read a few more scriptures here so we can get another understanding of what we're going to talk about here today. Um, The entire family got up early the next morning and went to worship the Lord once more. Then they returned home to Ramah when Akama slept with Hannah, the Lord remembered her plea. One more translation. Early the next morning, they arose in worship before the Lord and then went back to their home at Ramah. Elkanah made love to his wife, Hannah, and the Lord remembered her. We are in a new month. Amen. Praise God. And so we're going to begin a new series. And our series for the whole month of February we're going to be talking about prayers that open heaven. How exciting is that? We're in a a season where your prayers are going to be so powerful, they're going to unlock heaven. And I want you to focus on the last part of 1 Samuel, the first chapter in the 19th verse. So you can go back to our scripture. The last part of the 19th verse says, and the Lord remembered her. Amen. Well, that's where we're going to start today. The prophetic word for you today is that God has remembered you. Amen. I need you to point at yourself and say, the Lord has Remembered me. Amen. Our lesson today is dealing with Hannah, Paniah, and Elkanah, the husband, and his two wives. There's something very important about Hannah's prayer. 
So in order for us to get heaven open, we have to know what moves God. And the only way that you're going to know what moves God is that you begin to get close to God's heart. And I believe that in this month, you are going to draw nigh unto God, and he is going to draw nigh unto you. The spirit of the living God is drawing you closer to God's heart. You are so close to God's heart that you can hear and feel his heart beat. Amen? Praise God. So what we want to begin to look at, before I begin to talk about Anina, Hannah, and Elkanah, I want to first look at um, having the right motive when you pray. That's the key. That's the key. So I jotted down about six things here that I want you to just kind of make a note of when you are praying. I believe that if you get your motives right, that you will begin to experience rain in your life like never before. You see, this is the season where you need the rain of God upon your life because it is the rain of God that's going to grow what is needed to grow in your life. Even in the natural, we are in the month of February, so we're going to experience more rain possibly and possibly, you know, uh, more uh, snow because it is watering the ground so that when spring comes, the things that need to grow will have enough water and nourishment from the water to grow. So you right now are being prepared to blossom and prepare to grow and prepare to produce. So you need water. So your prayers, if you pray the right way, and if you have the right motive when you pray, you will see great results. Is everybody still with me? So a lot of times we don't take the the time to examine our prayers. Um, A lot of times we just begin to ask God for things. There is a way to come to God. Your heart has to be set on the desires of God. Um, So I just want to give you, let me just give you six things here that possibly, and there's always more, but I believe that if you focus on these six things and check these six areas 
before you pray. You'll begin to see heaven open in your life. Uh, the first thing that I want you to be very, very careful when you are praying is that you're not praying selfishly. That your purpose and your motive for praying is not just so that you can be bigger than somebody or so that you can look better or so that you can be uh, getting more for yourself. So check your motive and make sure that you're not praying that your will will be done and not God's will. That's number one. Number two, make sure that when you are praying, you're not turning away from Scripture. Amen? What I'm saying is when you pray, make sure that you are obeying what you have learned in the Scripture. My God. See, a lot of people think that they can pray and they are disobedient in the scripture and in the word, but they still pray asking God for things. If you're asking God for something and you are being disobedient, your prayer should be a prayer of repentance. Your prayer should be a prayer that God will help you to change your ways. So make sure you're not turning away from the word of God and what scripture is um, telling you that you should be doing as you pray. Number three, as you pray, and if you want heaven to be open, make sure that you have an unforgiving heart. And I know you hear that all the time. But it's very important that you don't walk around with unforgiveness. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. It's not that God is not concerned about what people have done to you. It is not your concern. It is not something that you can fix. It is not something that you need to worry about. It is not something that you need to carry. It is God's problem now. When they mess with you, when they, when they mess over you, it is no longer something for you to carry around and be concerned about trying to make it right. It is simply your job to forgive them. Have a forgiving heart and don't walk around with an unforgiving heart. Unforgiving hearts will weigh you down. It will weigh you down to the point where you're not able to lift up your head. It will weigh you down to the point where you will be so troubled in your spirit or you won't even know how to pray. So please, I I summons you to forgive on today. Forgive your mother, forgive your father, forgive your husband, forgive your wife, and forgive your children. And and wait a minute, and forgive those in the church that have offended you. My God, don't let people and don't give people the benefit of the doubt from blocking you from your blessing. I'm telling you, your prayers, you have the power on the inside of you to open heaven. 
I just told you in our scripture in First Samuel, the first chapter in the 19th verse, and the Lord remembered Hannah, and the Lord remembered you. God has not forgotten you. Right now, the thing that is going to allow God to move on your behalf is the type of prayer life that you have. Oh, my. Prayers that open heaven is what we're going to be talking about all all this month. Um, I believe that we have been praying out of ignorance. And so it's time for us to really know how to pray. Because the thing is, God's not deaf, God's not dumb, and it doesn't take God years and years and years to move. So there must be something wrong with our prayers. So we need to begin to check our prayers. Because in this in this season, in this month alone, you need to see instantaneously breakthrough in your life. That's the kind of God that we serve. That there is a a net full of blessings right now over your head. And as you pray according to God's will, and as you pray fervently, and as your motives are lining up with God's will, that net is going to break. And you're going to receive some things that have been held up for years because you have not been taught properly how to pray. So, that's number three. Unforgiving hearts will stop you each and every time. Um, the fourth thing that you want to check when you're playing, make sure you are not in the midst of any family discord. Do not allow, allow family members to get you in a place that when you pray, you're so angry. Uh, you're, so, you're so upset. Or you're just you're just in a place where you're just in your mind is just so messed up because of family members that it changes your heart when you pray. Instead of praying out of a heart of love, you're praying out of a heart of hate. My God. So family discord you got to learn how to walk away and let family fight among themselves. Um, God wants you to be able to pray and heaven will open up and bless your family. Don't allow your family to keep you in a curse. There are some family members that all they want to do is keep up trouble. There's some family members that all they seek to do, they wake up looking to get you angry. They wake up trying to find ways to uh, stir up things within the family concerning you. My God. But I'm telling you something. They're going to mess around and think that they're going to destroy what God is doing in your life. And because of what they're doing, God's going to do a reversal. And those very same people that was trying to tear you down are going to have to come to you for you to build them back up. 
All callers are unmuted. Jesus, Jesus. Yes. And so don't allow family discord to get into your heart in such a way that all callers are muted. Be able to pray fervently. Remember, and I'm going to keep saying this throughout the whole lesson, the Lord has remembered you. Do your family members know who you are? They are close enough to you to know that the anointing is upon you, but just like the enemy, there are some family members that will not acknowledge who you are. There are some family members and even your own children, even your own husband and your own wife will not acknowledge who you are. But when pray when you pray with the right heart, they don't never have to acknowledge you, but they are going to see that God remembered you. And what they are going to see, they're going to know that it was not man that blessed you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So family discord, don't don't get involved in, in all the uh, disagreement and all of the things that uh, family members stare up to try to distract you. Glory to God. Learn how to pray for each and every one of them. Pray, amen, earnestly and fervently in your heart. And watch God remember you. Jesus. Uh, Number five. And we're talking about prayers that open heaven, and this is going to be our theme for the entire year. I'm I'm sorry, for the entire month. Amen. So please come back, because we want to know the type of prayer that moves God. Because we want to make sure that we are pleasing to God when we pray. Amen? So, number five. Uh, another uh, wrong way of praying is uh, when you are praying with sin in your life. Un- unconfessed sin. Just praying and know that you're doing wrong. Just praying and know you just got up out of somebody's bed that you're not married to, or you just got up out of somebody's bed that is married to somebody else, or you just laid down with somebody that you're not married to at all and they're not married, amen, or you just went and you did something and said something and and you know that it wasn't right, but you're not going to confess it because you have this mentality that uh, everybody's doing something wrong, so why do I need to tell God about what I just did? He already know what I did. It's called honesty and respect enough to come to God and say, God, fix me. I sinned against you. You just lied on somebody for no reason, but yet you don't have enough um, humbleness in you to go before God and say, God, I lied on her. I lied on him just because. There are people that are lying on you on the job just because they want to try to remove you and they know it's a lie. But they, and then they just went to all callers are unmuted past week. But when they prayed, they didn't even stop to say, God, I lied on that sister. I lied on that brother. But they kept on praying as if they ain't did nothing. 
Unconfessed sin. Mm-hmm. We think wrong, we don't confess it. We go the wrong places, we don't confess it. Yes, yes. Glory to God. Jesus. Q&A session started. Why is taking God so long to answer our prayers? It's not that it's taking God so long. It's that you got the wrong motives when you pray. Q&A session is over. All callers are muted. Glory be to God. You didn't do what God told you to do, but you don't confess that you think God's supposed to understand because you're wearing yourself out doing this and doing that like Martha. But yet when God said it's time to lay at my feet, you got all kinds of excuses of what you need to be doing. But you don't confess that that's wrong. My God. So unconfessed sins, no matter what the sin is. Gluttony, I ate too much. You ate too much, won't even confess it. Just keep on eating. Unconfessed sins. You got into the wrong relationship, the wrong marriage, and you still blaming God. Are you still blaming somebody that, that you got into what you got into, but you will not confess that you made the wrong choice? Unconfessed sins. Glory be to God. Jesus. So unconfessed sin will stop heaven from opening up in your life. God, I moved before you, but you're still blaming it on the devil. When you moved before God told you to move, when you didn't do what God told you to do, you're still blaming it on the devil. Instead of saying, God, it was me. I wanted it. I wanted to do what I did. I'm telling you, unless you come real, you won't get to deal with God. Unless you confess it, it will hinder you every time. And you will continue to sit back and see other people blessed, and your prayers will be hindered. Prayer is that open heaven. That's the kind of prayers that we want in this season. Prayers that when you open up your mouth and say, God, I need a healing. And before you can even finish saying healing, you already healed. You will feel that thing leaving your body. My God, Jesus. God, I need a financial breakthrough before you can even get to the bank. Your phone dinging and saying something has been deposited into your bank account. I don't hear nobody praising God. Come on. This is the supernatural power that we're supposed to walk in. Right now, faith. If we got right now, faith, then we should have right now blessings. Glory to God. Prayers that open heaven is what we're going to be talking about. I need you to stay with me for the whole month because by the time you finish this lesson, you're going to be praying so fervently. Things are going to be coming so quickly and so fast in your life. Jesus, you're going to be falling in love with God all over again. It's just going to be that, just that powerful, the prayers, the prayers, the manifestation of what God is getting ready to do. Uh, number six, this, this is the sixth thing that will hinder your prayer, doubt, doubt, just not believing that God can do it, but still praying. 
People do it all the time. And then they get right off the prayer and start doubting God. And then turn right back around and start praying for something. Didn't repent. You need to repent when you doubt God. Because that's a form of sin. You are saying, God, you're not able to do it. When you doubt God, you are rejecting God's word. Come on. And you don't even take the time to say, God, help my unbelief. I doubted you. I didn't think that you could heal the tumor in my stomach or in my uterus. I didn't think that you could touch my breast cancer. I didn't think you could heal my feet. I didn't think, God, that you could bless me with the home that I've been dreaming of. I doubt it. You got to be real with God and ask God to help you. Jesus. So those are the six things I wanted to just throw those six things out there before we really got into the lesson because it's very important that you know that there are some things that we do that hinder us from um, having being open. We want to have them to stay open. I want praise reports to be coming through this ministry just like a flow of the river, a flood. I want to hear each and every day that somebody got a breakthrough in prayer and you saw a manifestation from God. Glory to God. So we're dealing here with um, Anina and Hannah and Elkanah. He was uh, the husband of two women. Amen. So what we need to do is uh, we need to begin to destroy the spirit of Penina. See, Penina was the wife that had all the children, and Hannah was the wife that had no children. Glory to God. So let's look a little bit at this spirit of the of Penina. I believe that the spirit of Penina is hindering your prayers because that's what Penina was trying to do to Hannah. She humiliated Hannah. She insulted Hannah. And there is there is something that is trying to hinder, hinder you that is attached to this Penina spirit. You see, in 1 Samuel, the first chapter, verses 6 and 7, let me read that for you. It says, because the Lord had closed Hannah's wound, her rival kept provoking her in order to irritate her. This went on year after year. When Hannah went up to the house of the Lord, her rival provoked her till she wept and would not eat. Now, there is something in your life, or there is somebody in your life, or there is a job in your life 
or something in your life that is trying to provoke you and irritate you. Some of you are so irritated on Monday morning, the fact that you have to get up and go to a job that you absolutely hate and that they are not giving you the pay that you're supposed to be getting. You're being irritated on the job year after year after year. Some of you are in marriages where you're so irritated and where you're being provoked. Amen. There is no love in the marriage. And year after year after year, you are suffering. You are in the midst, amen, praise God, of just being humiliated. Some of you, amen, are in church ministries where you are just completely irritated. They don't use you. They don't honor you. They don't respect you. They push you to the side. They act like you have never been born, that you are invisible. They never use you. They're jealous of you. They're envy of you. And you are sitting there, and you are seeing them prospering, and you are seeing them being blessed. You are seeing them going here and doing that, but yet you have your wound shut up. All callers are unmuted. Yes, yes. 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 provoked Hannah. There is somebody, something, or some place that's trying to provoke you. What does what does that mean? It's trying to push something to happen in your life that annoys you. It comes to annoy you. There's something that annoys you. Maybe it's your children that annoy you. Maybe it is your financial situation that annoys you. Maybe it's the job that you got to get up and go to every morning that's annoying you. Yeah. My God. This is what Penina did. That's why all callers are muted. That's going to give you a breakthrough in prayer. And right before your breakthrough, there is a spirit of Penina that comes to try to insult you and annoy you. Penina, this is what she did. She insulted Hannah. She ridiculed Hannah. She harassed Hannah. Because it is nothing like somebody having something that you desire. She had something Hannah desired. There are people that are on the job that have positions that you desire. And they are provoking you and irritating you, harassing you and insulting you trying to make you think that you are beneath them because you cannot seem to get promoted. Jesus. And so what Panana was looking for was a fight. And that's what, whatever is provoking you is looking for a fight. And there are certain fights that you don't have to fight the way that they're trying to get you to fight. But your way of fighting against this spirit of Penina is knowing how to effectively pray. Some of you have the spirit of Penina upon your finances. 
It is provoking you. It is laughing at you. It is saying this is all you're ever going to have. This is all you're ever going to get. Your check is not going to get any bigger. As a matter of fact, it's going to get less. It's, 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 it's irritating you to get the pay that you're getting. And you see other people getting more. But I need to tell somebody it's turning around. Your prayers are going to open up heaven. And in this whole month of praying, you're going to see heaven open up wider and wider and wider. When you learn how to defeat the Penina spirit, glory be to God, you will see heaven stay open and blessings will begin to fall down upon you. So we can we can honestly honestly learn something from this penina spirit because it's teaching us how to pray when we are being harassed by the enemy. When we're being harassed by family members, when we're being harassed on the job, when we're being irritated in our marriages. When we're being irritated even with our own selves, the spirit of Penina can even be in us to cause us not to even like who we are, who God has created us to be. It will cause us to look at ourselves as a mess and to make ourselves think that we're not worthy enough to even pray and ask God for anything. Oh, my God. People are texting me like crazy. Some Somebody is knowing that this message is for them today. I hear the Lord saying, you've been fighting with Penina too long. Amen? Praise God. Um, this Penina spirit comes to make you bitter. It's a very spiteful spirit. Have you ever known anybody that was just did things that were just spiteful? They knew that what they were doing was going to make you angry. There is, there are, the benign spirit has been released in this spirit just because it knows what buttons to push in you to make you angry or to make you upset. This benign spirit is a very cruel spirit. Benign have been brought into the home as a second wife. Look at this. Another another woman coming into your home to be the wife, or maybe she doesn't come into your home, but maybe, you know, there's another woman that is involved in the marriage, or there is, there is somebody else that was brought in on the job when you were able to do the job, but they went and got somebody else from a whole different department and brought them in to make you look bad, to irritate you, just spiteful. Yeah. Here you are in the church, and you are capable of doing the work, but they will go and get somebody from a whole different church or get somebody, amen, praise God, that they're more familiar with, that they're friends with and they're family members to do something in the church that you are anointed to do, and they're not. 
Ah, my God, am I talking to people today? There are people in your family that don't want you on the committee board for the family reunion or for the gathering that you are trying to put together. So they'll go and get other family members that don't even talk to to you and bring them in and put them on the committee just to irritate you. Jesus. So people are bringing people in. And that is to make you look less than. It's it's to it's to cause you to be threatened. It's it's to taunt you. So that's how Hannah felt. Glory to God. See, you got to understand that Penina was a woman that was hurt. Nobody in their right mind gonna marry somebody that's already married and they know that they married. Nobody in their right mind that's gonna get in a relationship with somebody and they already know that the person is married. People that do those type of things are people that are hurting people. Glory to God. There are people that know that you are anointed. And they know that the people that came and asked them to do what they are doing in the church were wrong for asking you. But instead of you standing up saying, why don't you use so-and-so, so-and-so, I feel that she's more anointed or she's anointed for it and I'm not. But to continue to press you and afflict you, they'll do it so that they double-team you, so that they become a threat to push you down and to mess you down so that you don't continue to be used by God and pray effectively. Oh, God. Penina was a hurt woman. We got a lot of hurt men and women that do things to hurt other people because they were never, they were never accepted so, therefore, they're going to stop your prayer by coming in doing something that will possibly damage you. Glory to God. But it says that um, Elkanah didn't even love Penina. That's another thing. They don't even love these people that they're bringing in. But they're doing it because the sole purpose is to stop you from getting a breakthrough in prayer. Sometimes they have to double up to stop you. You just, you're just that powerful that they got to go out and get extra people to stop you from doing what you were doing. Your prayers have been too effective. But I hear the Lord saying, and I'm going to go back to it again. I hear the Lord saying that this is the season that he's going to remember you. Your prayers are not going to be in vain. Once you find out the right, correct way to pray, and once you identify the spirit, which is the penina spirit, that is trying to distract you, you will know how to pray against that spirit and get your breakthrough and get heaven open. Oh, amen, somebody. Amen. (laughs) 
Somebody say, you preach it to me, Pastor. Somebody just texted me and said, Pastor, you preach it, you preach it. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. I must tell the truth today. Amen. Praise God. So we're talking this whole month. We're going to be talking about prayers that keep heaven open. Um, see, sometimes people do all of that that they do to break up your marriage or to break up your relationship or to break up your, your ministry. They come in and try to tear up your ministry or they get on the job and try to get you out of the job. And they just don't know that God has positioned you there. And no matter what they do, they are the ones that are suffering from a lack of love because God has his hands upon you. And so there are a lot of people that do things because their lives are so hurtful. And we know that the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. So, uh, Kalina, see, Hannah, Hannah's Penina was another woman. Maybe your Penina is another woman that has come in or another man that has come in. Maybe your Penina, amen, praise God, is um, somebody that has replaced you on the job. and you are still in the same position. Maybe your penina is your children that are honoring somebody else as mother or father and not honoring you. I'm talking truth on today. Hannah's penina was another woman. And this penina that she was dealing with came from a place of bitterness. This penina had insecurity. And this penina was annoyance. Glory to God. And some of you have peninas that are just lying to you like Satan is. Putting doubt and fear. That's what she was doing. She knew Hannah's God was able to open up Hannah's womb. But she also knew the key to keep Hannah's womb closed. Oh, Jesus, did somebody get that? So the enemy has tapped into your weakness. And that's the area where he's going to try to send the benign spirit to attack you. And if you allow that spirit to just settle in your heart, your prayers will be hindered. My God, it brings doubt and fear. It makes you second-guess yourself. This is not the season for you to second-guess yourself. We are moving into a wealthy place. You need to know that you are blessing the city and blessing the field. You need to know that God has created you in his likeness and his image. And he knows your voice when you pray. Glory to God. Hallelujah. He's waiting to hear from you each and every day when you pray. He knows when something is blocking you from reaching heaven. 
glory to God. So I needed to give you that information about the Penina spirit even before we begin to even talk about prayer. We first need to identify the spirit that is stopping the body of Christ. There is a Penina spirit. See, the devil has went and he has brought in some heavy demons to try to come against you. He couldn't do it on his own because, see, you you have caught on to Satan's tactics. You you, you can see him afar off. So he's going to bring in somebody else. He's going to bring in his demons, his witches. As a matter of fact, I had a dream about a witch. I had a dream. Let me just say this right here. I had a dream about a woman that was a witch. And I dreamed that this woman called my job. Now, I don't have picture phone or none of that at the job. And neither do you. So you don't know. All you have is caller ID, maybe. And we don't even have that. But some of you have caller ID on your job. So anyway, in the dream, I was, I was, at, the, I was at a job. I was working. I answered the phone, and nobody said anything. And so usually if I keep saying hello, hello, people will hang up. This person didn't hang up. But as I kept saying hello, hello, God began to show me the the person's face. And God showed me that the person had extra long fingernails that were curled up. Those fingernails were so long, they were curled up. And the person was just taking their hands and just making gestures with their hands over the phone, doing some kind of um, chant with their hands, trying to curse or mock me in some kind of way. So at that point when God showed me who the person was in the face, I hung the phone up. And I began to start praying. So what I'm saying is, pray over your phones. And when you get phone calls where people don't say anything, hang up. Because this benign spirit is trying to come in any way that it can. I saw that it was a witch. I saw the person's face. I saw the person's whole gestures of what they were doing with their hands. They were pronouncing curses and everything with their hands. I hung the phone up. God said, disconnect yourself from it. Disconnect yourself. And then began to rebuke it and renounce it. See, what it wanted to do was, and this is right here, this benign spirit, irritate me. Because you knew, I knew somebody was there because I could hear them breathing. And then it, it, it's, God is so amazing. He brought the, it was just like a, a, a picture phone. He just brought the person so clear right before my eyes. I said, this, who is, this is who it is. Glory be to God. 
and they were just waving their hands and rolling their hands, and the nails were so long, and they were doing all of this and doing all of that. And I hung the phone up, and I began to rebuke it. And I said, you will not stop the prayer that God has put in me. And that's what you need to say. Pray over your phones because your phones are anointed in this season. There are going to be great phone calls and great opportunities that are getting ready to come through your phone. This is the month that God is saying, I remembered you. I am remembering you. Now, understand that that word remember don't, it doesn't mean that God forgot about you. No, it doesn't mean that at all. It just, it just simply saying that God is saying, now it's time. You have found the successful way of praying. You have broke the stronghold of the penina spirit. And now I am going to release to you the blessing. So we're not going to get into a whole lot about Penina and um, Hannah. Amen. Praise God and the husband, uh, Elkanah. We're not going to get into them, but we're going to talk about them on next week when we come back. I needed to break down Hannah and Paniah today because we're dealing with righteousness and unrighteousness. And we're going to see when we come back on next week. We're going to talk about why Hannah prayed for all them years and didn't get a breakthrough. Why God shut up her wounds. And why did she do all that praying all those years and didn't get a breakthrough? How did she shift heaven and open heaven when it was closed in her life? That's what we want to get. But here, we're going to start off very slow here. First of all, I want you to take a look at those six things I gave you. And then second of all, I want you to go over the Penina spirit. And any any person, place, or thing that carries that spirit that is trying to humiliate you, irritate you, annoy you, break free from it. Remove yourself from it. Don't allow it to get in your spirit. It's a setup. Your prayers are going to open heaven. And I'm going to show you how to open heaven. But first, we must learn how to rebuke and renounce that spirit. That spirit can get in anybody that allows them, allow, allow themselves to be open to it. So don't count anybody out. Anything that's irritating you is an indication that the penina spirit has gotten into it. The thing you've got to be careful of, don't let that spirit get in you. And I just mentioned before in the broadcast that some of you have allowed the penina spirit to get in you, and you just irritated about yourself. You don't even know what you're irritated about. You just irritated. The spirit of irritation has gotten in you and frustration in you, and you can't complete what God is telling you to do. You can't pray anymore the right way. You can't even think about what you're going to say when you're going to pray because you're so irritated. You don't need to go to God that way. When you go to God, it needs to be a sweet presence. Irritation should not be the atmosphere when you pray. Glory to God. 
Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So let us pray. Father, we thank you again for your word, God. You've spoken to us from heaven. And, Father, we thank you for opening up our eyes to see, God, what um, the spirit of irritation is trying to do in this season. We come renouncing the spirit of Penina. We come against the spirit that comes to insult us and ridicule us and harass us. Father, we come today, Father God, to speak over every person that is dealing with this spirit. We pray right now, Father God, that you will lay your hands upon every person that is coming before you with a prayer. Father, we pray that they will have the right motive when they pray. We pray that heaven will open when they pray. We pray that they will conceive when they pray. We pray right now, God, that even when they pray, you will teach and show them how to fight in prayer. We thank you, Lord God, that this battle, this battle that we are in with Penina does not belong to us. It belongs to you. And so, God, we step back and take our hands off of this. Father, we yield ourselves to you to be used by you like never before. We thank you, Father God, for every victory, praise, report, and testimony that is going to come in on this month. We believe right now, Father God, on today and all this week that your people will overcome this benign spirit. Any person and anything and any place that is brought in to try to replace them and try to irritate them and annoy them and make them think that they are not worthy enough to produce anything that that has caused our wounds to be shut up. Father, we come asking you, Lord God, to give us your divine plan to remove that benign spirit out of our lives. Touch our wounds today. Open up our wounds today that we will produce the abundant promises that you have for us. And we thank you and we praise you. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, we do pray. Amen. Amen. And praise God. Amen. Praise God. I was truly blessed. Amen. By the word of God, I was truly blessed. I am so blessed by the topic that God has given us for this entire month. Amen. I thank all of you that are texting. Wow, I have so many text messages here. Amen. On the lesson for today. Um, my God, if you're dealing with this benign spirit, you need to text me so that I can keep you lifted up in prayer. If you were blessed by the word text, 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 your text is, amen, praise God, of breaking through when you text. It's connecting. We're connecting in the spirit and we're breaking, amen, praise God. We're breaking through, amen, praise God, the uh, evil forces that are trying to keep us from praying uh, and keeping heaven open. But heaven will remain open as of today, amen, praise God, when you pray. You have a guideline now when it comes to prayer. Look over those things. Don't allow yourself to fall into any of those categories. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. So listen, important, important announcements. Let me tell you this. 
we now have here at the ministry a um, healthy and wealthy program. It is called the Mega Health and Wealth Program. I need you to sign up for it. Amen. Praise God. We're going to be covering a lot of things. Those of you that were on the broadcast yesterday, uh, we gave you a lot of information about what the class is going to consist of. If you have any health problems, I'm just going to just give you very general information. If you have any health problems and you are looking for a natural uh, way to be healed, and we're not, we're not pretending to be any doctors, so we're not going to be talking to you about uh, getting off of your medicine or anything, but we're going to talk to you about God's natural way of healing your body. Amen. Praise God. And uh, we're also going to be talking to you in the class about uh, ways to uh, be wealthy, how to get the wealth of the wicked released into your hands. So uh, we're also going to be talking to you about how to keep your soul, your spirit in line with God. So those are the three areas, areas we're going to be are dealing with in this program. We're going to be um, connecting with um, some of the um, supermarkets in your area. I know we're going to start here in Chicago trying to get some of the supermarkets to uh, give discounts to this program so that you can go in and, and get the healthy food that you need. So connect, connect, connect. Um, we want to begin to start teaching you about the food that is healthy for you. Um, we want you to begin to know what uh, God is commanding you to eat. And we want to start teaching you about finances and how to manage and how to get wealth, how to invest, um, how to save, how to manage all of that, and we're going to be teaching you how to stay and live holy. Amen. Praise God. So you sign up by texting us, 773-609-2071, or you can sign up by calling us. If you don't have text messaging on your phone, you can just call us and say, I want to be a part of the Mega Healthy and Wealthy Program. Amen. Praise God. Um, call us, or you can email us at messageofchrist at yahoo.com. And just let us know that you do want to be a part of a healthy and wealthy program. Amen. Praise God. And uh, we will sign you up. Amen. Praise God. And we will get started. Amen. Right away. Amen. This is a serious thing. Don't join if you don't want to do the work. If you don't want to, uh, you know, do what you're asked to do. If you just want to just be listening and finding out what's going on, this is not the place for you. This is This is for people that want to get healed, people that want to do better in their finances, uh, people that want to uh, get in alignment in their spiritual life and, and grow in God. Amen. Praise God. Uh, text, text, text. So we can go ahead and start the class. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. And also, uh, don't forget our fellowship um, services. We have fellowship on um the first Saturday here in Chicago, 
11.30 to 2 o'clock p.m. Uh, this class is, is kind of linked together with our mega healthy and wealthy class. It is a, a class for visionaries and leaders, and it is a class, amen, praise God, that helps you to move uh, and prosper in life. Amen, praise God, in the kingdom of God. So uh, please come on out. These classes are awesome, I'm telling you. It's not what you think it is. We are actually learning ways, and we are actually changing our lives in these classes. So if you're looking to get ahead and you're looking to be above and not beneath, you need to try to make these first Saturday classes in Chicago. The fourth Saturday classes are in Des Plaines. Amen. And we also have an awesome movement of God in our fourth Saturday classes at 3 o'clock to 7 o'clock p.m. in Des Plaines. You can call for the address of the Des Plaines. Uh, the one in Chicago for the first Saturday will be 1605 North Troy. Amen. Praise God at Humble Park Library. So make a note of that. Please try to register so if anything changes, we can call you and tell you that we change the location or we change the time. You know. So just go ahead and sign up and just text us, email or call us and say you're coming to the class. You're coming to the first Saturday class. But if you're joining the Help the Mega Healthy and Wealthy program, all you need to do is text us and, and let us know. That's going to be done on the phone, teleconference line. And man, praise God. Uh, continue to get your first fruit seed in. Get your first fruit seed in. Uh, it's your biggest seed at the beginning of the year. Amen. You have until March to get your seed in. So that seed, amen, um, into the good ground of this ministry. Amen. Also, those of you that have made a commitment to be partners in the ministry, each and every month, you are to sow your seed. Amen. Praise God to support the ministry to help us travel and to do the kingdom work that God has called for us to do. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Thank God for you. And continue to visit our website, sylviastaplesministries.com and messageofchrist.net. Amen. Praise God. You can purchase your uh, prayer shawls. Amen. Praise God. Your prayer items on the website, or you can call us and purchase your prayer items on the phone. And remember, um, we are no longer calling back for prayer. If you're calling our ministry and you need prayer, we're just going to ask you to leave your prayer request on the answering machine. We will not call you back and pray with you personally. I don't, I don't care how many times you call. We're not calling you back. Amen. Praise God. We're just asking you to please leave your prayer request on the machine, and we will pray over your prayer request just like we would if we're going to call you back. Amen. Praise God. So please do us a favor and leave your prayer request on the voicemail. If you have any questions about our ministry, if you are calling to sign up for the one-on-one, then just mention that on the voicemail or text us and mention that you want to sign up for the one-on-one counseling sessions, and we will get back to you with the openings on Saturdays. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Praise God. So we thank God for you. Um, We're still asking for you to support our ministry by uh, opening your uh, ministry doors to have us to come to minister in your city. You would like for... uh, for me to come and minister in your city, please contact us. 
We are traveling ministry. We want to put you on our calendar for this year to come to your city. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. So thank you so much for texting us regarding the word today. Thank you for um, supporting the ministry in any way that you do. Thank you for sharing our broadcast with your friends and family. Amen. Praise God. I look forward to you signing up. Remember, you have to sign up for the program. I'm not going to assume that you are going to be a part of it. I'm going by whoever calls or texts or emails and said they're going to be a part of it. Those are the ones that I'm going to contact and send the information to. We're going to get started with a healthy and wealthy program. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Amen. God bless you. God bless you. I am Sylvia Staples. This is the Message of Christ Church, and our phone number is 773-609-2071. Amen. God bless you. Our email is messageofchrist at yahoo.com. You can text us or call us at that number. Amen. God bless you. God bless you. We'll be back on the line in the morning for Testimony Tuesday. Remember, uh, our testimony service is every Tuesday. If you have a testimony, come on and share with us. Amen. If there is not any testimonies, we will end our broadcast rather early. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. So we thank God for you. We pray that you will have a testimony on tomorrow because we want to hear about the great and awesome things that God is doing in your life. Amen. Praise God. So we look forward to tomorrow. Amen. We're expecting to hear some praise reports because somebody needs to be encouraged by what God's doing in your life. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. God bless you all. I am going now to read your text messages. You can still keep texting after the service. I will read and respond if needed. Amen. Praise God. God bless you. God bless you at this time. We just want to say that at the Message of Christ Church, we appreciate you and we love you. Amen. Praise God. And at this time, our broadcast is now over. God bless you. God bless you. And goodbye.